Chicago is Vocalo Radio 91.1 FM. I'm your host, Biko. The ill is coming through your stereo. And as promised, I told you all I was going to bring a special guest in the building, man. Um, Chicago has a brand new dispensary, okay? I'm going to be speaking with Matthew Brewer, half uh, one-third owner of family-owned cannabis dispensary in Chicago known as Grasshopper Club. It's also the first black-owned dispensary in the city, and I have him with me today. How you doing, sir? Good morning. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great. I got to give you some hand claps on that. <laughs> you know, I know y'all done went through some loops, some 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 crawl spaces, then had a couple of huddles and all types of things to all make this above. thing happen, man. It's been a it's been a grind all yeah. of the above, but it's it feels great to be up and running. Yeah, uh, I mean, let's let's talk a little bit about the name like who you know out of you your brother your mother who came up with grasshopper and uh is there a deeper meaning behind the title so uh the the origin of grasshopper was me okay uh, and the thought i mean it represents lots of things it represents learning and exploration uh, around grass and so hopping around etc you know to uh, around this concept of grass uh but the the real reason i put it together i don't really tell people this uh but Grasshopper is also, depending on how you look at the word, it's grass shopper. So it's the grass <laughs> shopper club. <laughs> Wait, hold up. So, so are we saying it wrong? No, you're saying it the right way. It is grasshopper. Like wow. But, but it, you know, it's one of those things, if you know, you know that, that there's this other meaning of grass shopper. Wow, my brother, look, you definitely, it, it, when you look, you do kind of, you see it in the word. Yeah. Oh, man, I mean, I... It's, it's a blessing to have you all, you know, have you through uh, to talk amongst the family. I mean, what, what, when, when did the first, when did the idea first come to you all? Like, you know what, we want to, as a family, put together a cannabis dispensary. Yeah. So uh, I was uh, lucky enough to get involved a little bit early on back in 2015. Okay. Uh, Illinois had just legalized medical. Uh, and I, I met some folks who were applying for licenses and got exposed to that process back then and saw what the opportunity could be. And so I got involved in a very little way back then. But then uh, 2019, the state announced it was legalizing adult use, and they announced their process for what it would be and how to apply. And they realized that there wasn't much diversity in the industry. Uh, when, when cannabis was legal, 80% of uh, the arrests were black and brown people. Uh, when it was legal, ownership was less than 1%. And so that's a big... Uh, disconnects. And so the state was trying to fix that. I knew uh, that I had some connections in the space. Uh, and I knew my brother had been arrested a number of times for possession mm-hmm. uh, and thought it was a good way to come in as a family, try to build something, some legacy and some generational uh, wealth. With, with your brother, you know, being arrested for marijuana possession, did, did that help you learn more about the industry itself? You know, with, uh, you know, with, with him, I guess, going down that path? Yeah. I mean, I I saw from the folks that I got to work with in 2015, I saw what the industry could look like on the legal side if you do well. But I also saw before that what it could look like on the illegal side if you're targeted. Uh, And and so a lot of the motivation here is to try to bring more equity to this story. Like, you know, this is still early. You know, the industry just started in Illinois in 2015. Um, the most experienced people in the world in Illinois only have a few years of experience. Mm-hmm. So it's still a brand new industry. Uh, it's not often you get to come in at the ground level uh, of a new industry uh, and grow with it and develop 
and build something in it. Uh, and so that's the whole idea. It's, it's not too late. I know that's right. And um, we were talking about <clears throat> process. I heard you mention process. Uh, before we go on a break, let's talk about the process of even obtaining ownership of a, a cannabis license and then also being, uh, um, you know, uh, creating this dispensary on the legal terms. Like, mm-hmm. what's some of those loopholes you all had to go through, especially being of color? Yep. I got a feeling things was much more of a challenge. So, you know, let people know. I could talk for the rest of the hour. <laughs> but, you know, it's, there's a few levels to it. One is just applying for the license. That Just the application itself requires a level of uh, expertise, technical understanding of security requirements and, uh, you know, just the operational piece of how the, the dispensary works. And that alone is a huge jump. So you get past that. You put together a team and, and you get past that. You, you apply. Uh, in this case, you know, we had to wait years to get our licenses, and that's a whole other conversation. So, wait, wait, when you say how long? We applied uh, January 2nd, 2022. Okay. Or, sorry, scratch that. Oh, January, that's a year. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> January 2nd, 2020. Okay. Uh, and at the time, we were supposed to get results in May of that year, May of 2020. Uh, then COVID happened, obviously, but then there were a bunch of lawsuits challenging the process which delayed it for years. And so we didn't get our licenses until July of 2022. Wow. Uh, so two and a half years we waited. When uh, it originally it was supposed to have been in May. Yes. <laughs> uh, and, and, and that alone uh, puts strain on folks uh, mm-hmm. because you, you can't plan ahead. Uh, and meanwhile, there's other bigger, larger companies coming in and, and taking some of the land. Uh, and so it's a crazy process. And then you get to... Uh, this question of how to find a location, and that's very difficult too. Oh wait, we we yeah, yeah, yeah. break on that one because <laughs> I definitely want to know how you all went about finding this location that you all have out in Logan Square. It's yep, nice. <laughs> it's yeah, really we'll talk nice. about it. So y'all don't go nowhere. Y'all stay tapped in. Previous to the break, we were speaking on like, uh, you know, just some of the loopholes, uh, you know, you um, embarking on things in like 2015 as far as getting your foot in the door. Uh, we talked a little bit about licenses and then you mentioned location. Yes. Uh, and you all are located in Logan Square. We are. We're at uh, 2551 North Milwaukee. It's on Milwaukee Boulevard approaching the park on Logan Boulevard where uh, Logan Square, the actual Logan Square. Where they have the farmers markets and all that stuff. So oh, that's right. It's like right, right there. It's a great location. It's like main and main of uh, Logan Square. Was that originally the location you all wanted to go to, or uh, you know what actually led you there? Finding a location is tough. Uh, you know, you first have to find a location that's zoned properly, and so the city has its rules about what areas uh, uh, where you can have a dispensary and where you can't, from a zoning perspective. Then you have to find a location. Uh, where the landlord is okay with that use. You know, there's, it's 2023. Some people still just don't want to have a cannabis business in their building, which is fine. Uh, but then from the people who are remaining, you got to find a, a property that doesn't have a mortgage that's federally backed because cannabis is still illegal federally. So if there's a property and the mortgage is with Chase, you can't, uh, we can't open a dispensary in that building because... <laughs> the mortgage is federally backed and the bank won't support that use. 
So, so by the time you actually filter for all those different things and then try to find a location that's desirable from a business perspective, there's not a lot left. Oh, and, and I got to toss this in there. And uh, you're a minority as well. That is true. So, you know, I'm pretty sure that's another, <laughs> that's like another zoning issue. Yeah, you, you, you run into all sorts of, um, you know, people who have different views on what a dispensary is going to, what kind of business a dispensary is going to bring to the neighborhood, what kind of risk you see in the dispensary, what kind of risk you see in the operator, meaning us. And so mm-hmm. you, you, you come across all that during the process for sure. And so to, to land on a prime location after all that uh, is a big accomplishment, and uh, the, the location couldn't be any better. It's an old bank building. Yes, it looks gorgeous. Uh, I mean, what, what, what did it take for you all to renovate things? Oh, man. So this was a bank building uh, built in 1920 and operated as a bank until 1970. From 1970 to uh, 2016, it was a medical office and a dental building. Uh, and then or I saw this uh, mention of Double Door. Double Door tried to take it over around 2017, 2018, and the community pushed back. Uh, and so, so it had been vacant since 2016. I remember that. And then we came in. Um, and, and so now we're the uh, first use of the space since 2016. Did you all receive any pushback as well? Like when, because like you said, Double Door, they received, I remember that when they received pushback, like when the community found out a dispensary may be landed in, in the neighborhood, did you all receive any pushback? Uh, the community was very welcoming. Uh, a number of organizations and people, uh, we had community meetings and it, it was it was all love. Obviously there were questions and, and we tried to provide answers. Our whole approach is to work with the community We've partnered with a bunch of local businesses already, uh, but overall, it's been it's been love. It's been been a welcome reception. What are some of the uh, you know since we're talking about working with the community? What are some of the initiatives you all plan on putting together? You know, for the neighborhood as well and in general. Yeah, so I, I mean, I'll start by saying it starts with just the team that we're building. Mm-hmm. So we, it's crazy when I even when I say this, uh, it's hard to believe, uh, but it's true. We had one thousand people apply for. Uh, the 30 spots uh, who, of workers in our dispensaries, our first dispensary. Wow. 1,000 people. How the heck do you go through 1,000? Well, we got a great team. Uh, Brittany is amazing on our team, uh, and she's been amazing at finding talent uh, and, and, and going through the whole process. Uh, and so 1,000 people, that speaks to a lot of different things, but uh, – we've had the privilege of being able to be intentional about who we hire. And if you walk in there, it's a mix of folks, uh, you know, from all walks of life. Uh, some who've had a ton of experience in hospitality, some who have experience in cannabis, some who have experience in both. Uh, but it's a super diverse mix of folks. Uh, it looks a little bit different than your typical spot. So, the, you know, we, we talk about being uh, committed to creating a diverse ecosystem in the space. It starts there with, with our team and, and who, we, who we've uh, brought on. Are you looking to hire like any, you know, uh, people that may have felonies on their background that, you know, it's difficult for them to get a job? Yeah. Yeah. We are totally open to that. Uh, and, and we got additional locations coming uh, along. Uh, it's a part of who we are. I, I view this as a platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, this is more than just selling product. It's about building a platform where we can elevate uh other brands and people and organizations that we align with, uh, you know, local businesses. Uh, we rock with uh, Q around the corner at Duplex. Um, you know, 
and and we've talked with a lot of other folks. We have artwork up, uh, Tubbs, Tubzilla, uh, <laughs> bless the space with this amazing artwork that we're gonna, uh, you know, share more about. Um, but but the whole thing is a platform for other people and, and brands and, and organizations, and so that's what we're all about. I love it, and it's family owned. Yeah. Um, it's not just you; it's your brother and your mother. Mm-hmm. I gotta ask you, what is it like bringing your mother out of retirement? Okay. <laughs> well, it's funny because. When I first started thinking about this industry, I told her back in like 2015, 2014, and you know, talking to your mom about weed back in 2014 is an interesting conversation. <laughs> I bet it is. Uh, but she was always, you know, supportive and interested. Um, and then when this came around, uh, she was very excited to be involved. And she has, an, uh, professionally, she'd done some work in accounting over her career. So she's doing that with us now. Um, and it's a little bit weird because we'll be in work meetings and, and uh, people are asking about Diane. And I'm like, who's Diane? I'm like, oh, mom. <laughs> like, I'm not even used to calling her by name. So there's a little bit of that. And I mean, most importantly, too, uh, h- how has your brother been? You know, knowing that he went from being arrested for cannabis to now he actually work in the industry and mm-hmm. uh, as part owner of a dispensary. How has it been for him? It's been amazing. He's been a rock star. I mean, he... He is very familiar with the plant uh, and will spend some time in the dispensary uh, just because he, he knows the plant so well. But he also has some training in IT uh, and other areas, too. So he's been helping us with our systems. You know, as, as sexy as a business as cannabis can be, you know, one of the biggest pitfalls you can hit is not having systems in place. You know, your accounting systems, your IT systems, they're important. And so he's kind of a, a rock star across the board. He's been doing a little bit of everything. Uh, and then and then we have uh, uh, a woman by the name of Jessica who is a rock star. She's been around almost since the beginning and, and helping us build it as well. Mm. Um, I also want to chime in. This, this just came in as a recommendation. You know, with your brother being able to be a part of things and be in the industry, has he ever thought about putting together an, an initiative to help those that may still be incarcerated for marijuana possession and things of that nature? Yeah, so we're, we're we are, uh, I don't want to let all of our cats out the bag, but we're working on something that we'll come back or, or make sure we loop you in on in okay. terms of uh, an initiative to that, to that effect. Um, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of different ways to go about it. Uh, and our approach has generally been to try to build something from scratch versus uh, sort of jump on to sort of the low-hanging fruit, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I don't. I, I know this might sound cryptic, but we we have something in the works that we'll come back and talk about. Hey, that's perfect. I'm gonna bring you all right on back. Hey, bring <laughs> bring it. bring your mama and bring your brother yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, I, I also want to chime in on with you all being the first black-owned the dispensary here in Chicago, do you feel pressure at all as far as like being overly supervised? You know, do you all feel that, that type of pressure? Like, you know, officials looking to possibly see you all's downfall? No, I don't. I don't. I, I would say almost the opposite. Uh, I think uh, it's in everyone's interest uh, for smaller businesses, independent businesses, black-owned businesses to have a space in this industry. Uh, and uh, there hasn't been headwinds in that way. That's, 
that just made my heart. That just man, I love to hear it because <laughs> it's it's so it's so much of a struggle for you know us minorities to really get things off the ground due to you know some of the knowledge that we may not have, uh, the financial abilities we may not you know have in our our budget. So you know to hear that you all were able to make that transition and then looking to uh, of course make things better for others. Man, look, let me get my round. Of, let me get my hand claps going again because. <laughs> My brother, it's, it's, it's tough. So, um, I mean, let's let's talk about uh some, some goals and achievements that you all are planning for, like, you know, near future. What's, like, you know, some of the, the biggest goals? Well, not biggest, but what are some of those goals that you're looking to achieve uh, for Grasshopper Club? Well, we, uh, as you know, just about a week ago, cut ribbon in our Logan Square location, and that's up and running. Everybody come check us out, 2551 North Milwaukee. Uh, and... Uh, that location is off to a great start. We obviously want to keep that going strong. Uh, and then we have additional licenses. So we're looking to open more locations here in Chicago. Uh, the second one we're hoping will be in the South Loop. Okay. Uh, we have a location there. Uh, we're going through the process. Uh, and that could be relatively soon uh, in the next few months. Uh, and then the third one, uh, also this year, um, and I can't disclose that location yet, but... Uh, TBD. Also, in, yeah, TBD. Also <laughs> in the city, uh, and, and and the thing with all of our spots, uh, they're just as the the locations are just as good as our Logan Square location, mm-hmm. but in different neighborhoods, and that's the whole idea. Uh, so it won't be hard to find us. Man, shout out that location again, Come on Matt. <laughs> yeah, it's uh twenty five fifty one North Milwaukee, uh, right across the street from Andros Tavern, right around the corner from Duplex, down the street from you know the Whistler. The actual park, the farmers market, uh, all of that is within you know a twenty second walk. And uh, it sounds like you all about to go on a hiring spree. So Chicago, stay tuned. Yeah, for stay tuned for that because uh, that's that's a big deal as well. And before I let you go, we got to you know chime in on the the good health effects of cannabis mm-hmm. for those that may that may not know. Are you you know open to to share some of the the good causes of why cannabis is you know needed for the for for some? Sure. Uh, and just uh, the lawyer in me has to give the disclaimer that I'm not a medical professional. <laughs> and so do not rely on anything that I'm about right. to say. Uh, but I can tell you what we've seen. Uh, you know, the Cannabis comes in all different types of forms mm-hmm. and can have all uh, different types of effects. Uh, we've seen people try traditional treatment for things like uh, chronic pain or other uh, pain-related issues uh, and, and find relief in, in different forms of, of cannabis products. Uh, we've seen people with anxiety and other uh, mental uh, issues find peace and calm in different products. Uh, we've found people um, who've had issues going to sleep uh, have been able to you know, get more relief by whether it's a gummy or a pen or, or some f- combination uh, and then you've even heard anecdotally people in their personal lives, their sex lives, their, you know, sports, uh, whatever it is that they've been able to find products and uh, and get benefits. Do you all sell all of these products? We do sell all those you products. I had to throw that in. <laughs> you know all of the above. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, again, for all of all, all of my cannabis users out there, look, Matt Brewer of Grasshopper Club is in the building uh, let people know how they can how they can follow you, follow uh, the company, uh, and you know 
hours, whatever. Yeah. Plug it. Let people know. I appreciate it. We are uh, at www.grasshopperclub.com. On IG, we are Grasshopper Chicago. We're at 2551 North Milwaukee. We are open uh, daily from 10 to 9 on weekends, 9 to 9, uh, on Saturday, 9 to 9, and then on Sunday, 10 to 7. Nine, 9 to 7. Y'all be open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> y'all definitely be open. I thank you for taking out time to slide because I know you've been ripping and running. Busy man. Congrats on the grand opening. Thank you. Vocalo to the family. Congrats to you all. Thank you. And I'm wishing you much more uh, success. Can't wait for those other um, dispensaries to open up around the city. Think about the West Side too, man. Come on now. Oh yeah, no, we we we, we looking everywhere. I promise. You know, I'm yeah. a West Sider, yeah. so you. I'm know a South Sider, but we, you know, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs>